Hello and welcome to the Pig and Whistle Tales from Azeroth. As always here at the Pig and Whistle Inn in Stormwind, I go for a variety of subjects with regards to World of Warcraft. I grab a bottle or a pint, sit back and enjoy. This week's episode we're going to be going over WoW Hardcore. Now this is uh, something that is a bit different. Um, It's kind of a subsection of World of Warcraft at the moment, but they have data mined a couple of things to do with World of Warcraft Hardcore and we'll be going over that in a little bit as well but mainly we're going to be looking at the purpose of it you know why people do it what's the like point is it any fun that kind of thing but we will obviously start off with the weekly news the world boss for this week is at Liskanoth he is located in the bottom right of uh, Valdrasus uh, I get Valdrasus and uh, Valdraken mixed up because they're in the same zone, but Valdraken is the city. You know what I mean. So you can hop on over there and get progress towards your tier set uh, change. Cataclysm Time Walking is your bonus event for this week. Um, you can get some very good mounts, some very good pets, some reputation. So this is all from your Time Walking badges. You can just simply get 500 for completing one dungeon for the week. Deepwing Dunk is your bonus, uh, or no, not bonus, your brawl for this week. Essentially, there are three orbs in the Deepwing Gorge, and you have to take it to the opposition's faction's base, and you have to slam dunk it for extra points or throw it into the hoop for some, you know, basic points, essentially. Quite fun, very intriguing, and it's something that isn't really done before where you have to actually push into the opposition's base, essentially, to win. Sanguine, Explosive, Tyrannical and Thundering are your mythic affixes for this week. Sanguine, leaves a pool of blood on the floor. Don't stand in it. Don't let the mobs stand in it. It's very good if you just let them, you know, or move them out of it. it it's not good fun. Explosive, some orbs will, it, like, pop up. Please don't let them explode. Help them, like, help kill them. They are literally one-shottable. You can melee them and they die. Healers, please be on top of this as well. It's a lot easier so that your DPS can pump the mobs if you're in higher keys. But DPS, if your healer's struggling a bit, make sure to help them out as it is necessary. Tyrannical, the bosses and the mobs that they spawn have a bit of a healthier health pool. And uh, this means that that you just got to bring boss uh, talents or more of a boss talent build to the mythics. And Thundering is the seasonal affix. Essentially, everyone in the group will get a charge if it's positive or negative. It increases your damage, but after 20 seconds, the charge will explode, dealing a lot of damage and stunning the person. Um, Essentially, you want to go to someone with the opposite charge to dispel this debuff, but do it late on in the debuff so that you can make use of that DPS increase. And this is going to be a bit of a weird one, but we're going to be looking at Raise Ally as the spell for this week. So Raise Ally obviously is a Death Knight spell, so it only ever um, appeared in Wrath of the Lich King. Um, and essentially it was part of Raise Dead, but it got split into two spells. So Raise Ally uh, raises a fallen party member, has no reagent, it is available at level 72. Now, what Raise Ally did was it was a battle res, kind of. Essentially, it would raise the dead player into a ghoul. And now this ghoul can attack, can deal damage, 
although it is very little damage. But essentially, it's still a playable character. People won arenas with this because they would get raised by their teammate who is a death knight, and then the death knight obviously would get the other player very low. And then this ghoul, this very slow-moving ghoul, would run after them and just whack them once and kill them. And uh, this person would be classed as alive, so they would win the arena, which is obviously ridiculous considering they did die and they're currently an undead. But essentially you get a few spells. You get sort of claw, you get a leap, I think, and then you get something that's like explode where you just deal AOE damage and kill yourself, um, which is quite funny. It's a quite gimmicky sort of ability uh in wrath of the lich king which i think is very fun i think it's very very uh like good for the game that there are these gimmicky sort of spells in my opinion it got its first change in patch 3.1 a few months after now has a cooldown greater than 15 minutes and uh, greater than okay and can no longer be used in arenas there you go there's the arenas change because for the first few months you could um it got a couple changes after that uh again another four months later using the nor ability while under the effects of the spell will now initiate auto attack in addition the damage done has been changed from a flat value to a percentage of your weapon damage so melees could do more damage with the nor uh, ability rather than like calm. and then the final change in wrath of the lich king this cool, the cooldown of this ability has been reduced from 15 minutes to 10 minutes and cannot be used in arenas again. They really did stress that they didn't want this to be used in arenas. In Cataclysm, it got two changes. Redesigned to be a battle resurrection. Along... Oh, that's weird. That's a weird word. Alongs- I'm just going to say, alongside uh, Rebirth, it is an instant cast but costs 50 runic power to use and has a 10 minute cooldown. It shares the same global cooldown or global battle res cap with Rebirth and Soulstone. Um, and this is when it kind of became its true form. It's an actual battle res rather than a sort of mimicky spell, which isn't as fun in my honest. Um, and then they simply just increased the range from 30 yards to 40 yards. It got one change in Mr. Pandaria. Revive targets are now healed to 60% health, up from 20 and the cost is reduced from 50 to 30 runic power. Very simple. One change in Legion, four years later, it no longer costs runic power. And then it did cost runic power the expansion after to 30. And then it was just simply available at different levels in Shadowlands and Dragonfly. So, in all honesty, I don't like the way that it came like came about in terms of oh it just became a battle res you know kind of a standard rebirth i quite like that druids only had the only rebirth i like the soul stone idea of putting it on a player before the fight and then it's sort of a wipe prevention rather than soul stone be a actual battle res i kind of like the idea of druids being the only class that can battle res i always thought that that was a very cool mechanic in my honest opinion and it made the class very unique in terms of bringing them to raid because it's, you know, it's something that no other class could do. It's kind of like how warriors bring a battle shout or a demo shout or sunder armor or anything like that. Like, it's very class specific. 
And I think they really needed to strive for that in the later expansions, uh, Blizzard, which I think is what they're trying to do now in Dragonfly and going forward. But we will have yet to see. We have yet to see because they can't necessarily go back on a lot of the changes that they have done um, previously. So they're going to have to make some new stuff to make classes feel a bit more... uh, What's the word for it? Not independent, not specific. Um, like identifiable, like you can identify a certain spell with a certain class and their niches and that kind of thing. But yeah, let's get into the main topic. Well, hardcore, what is it? Firstly, World of Warcraft hardcore is kind of a sub community of World of Warcraft. It's a branch that has broken out from Wrath of the Lich King from uh, retail. Although you can do this in retail and Wrath of the Lich King, mainly Wrath of the Lich King, to be honest, because retail is a lot more simpler in terms of, oh, excuse me, in terms of leveling. Um, but primarily people do this on classic. This is very much a uh, classic or season of mastery kind of um, deal, essentially. But what you do is World of Warcraft Hardcore is you have one life. You have one character and you have one life. Now, once you die on this character, no matter what level you are, you delete the character. That character is classed as dead. So it's it's kind of like real life, essentially. If you die, you die. It's one of them things. Um, this includes all hard, like all higher level content. So if you die at level one, not too bad, you know you of log out you delete the character you can keep the characters you don't have to delete them but you know if it's just for like memorabilia then that's fine but you generally have an add-on that tells people if you've died or that kind of thing it's called world of warcraft hardcore or something um but essentially level one you die simple you log out create a new character log back in um I sound like that South Park episode when Cartman talks to Butters. Um, sorry, little tangent there. Um, if you get to level 20, you die. Okay, a bit annoying. I spent several hours, teens of hours on this. I'll, I'll go again. I'll go again. Um, if you get to level 50 and die, then it's like, oh, that's really painful. But okay, yeah, I'll go again, I, I guess. Level 60, you're fully raid geared and everything. You die. That's it. All of that hard work put into the character gone. It gives your character a bit more. Let's take a quick break. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomised genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action-adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative a construction off the <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely entirely check out the gaming blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now you really have to invest and always keep focused when you're on these characters i think that's what 
a lot of people enjoy because one character hard specifically focusing on it you have kept this character alive throughout your entirety of leveling throughout level one to level 60 you have not died a single time you've done three four raids you've gotten a bit of raid gear now you know you're starting to get there and then you randomly fall off a cliff and die that's it that's it ggs some people love the idea of it and the reason behind it is because it gives it that sort of urgency it's like i always have to be alert i can't ever like log on not be concentrating on what i'm doing even if i'm just farming consumables for raid i have to be on it like nothing can get the jump on me like these mobs cannot sneak up behind me if i pull three mobs in world of warcraft classic i'm in danger I'm in real danger and I need to figure out a plan. I need to use a potion. I need to use my kiting abilities. I need to use my crowd control. You know, you're thinking everything through. And it's kind of like, okay, it gives it some, like, uh, I've completely forgotten the word, the sort of, not stress, but essentially urgency. It's like you're always constantly thinking, okay, what do I do next? And it's not like, oh, I'm just killing one mob in classic. Yay. It's like, okay, I need to kill one mob in classic because if I kill two, there's the potential that I can die. If I'm playing a warrior, I have the very I have very high potential to die um, on this warrior if I pull three or four mobs accidentally. Like, it's ridiculous. Whereas if I'm playing a mage, it's like, okay, I can try an AoE farm, but this is really high risk, high reward kind of thing. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll be leveling very quickly, but I can die one fuck up and I'm dead. Like no joke. It's ridiculous. Um, I understand why people play it. I myself have tried it. I, I, I only have like a level, I think 18, 16 to 18 druid. Um, I've not died yet, which is really nice, but essentially I'm really enjoying the way that I play it. So the way that I usually play world of Warcraft is, oh yeah, I'll do that quest like now or yeah, I'm down here so I may as well do it now and it will be like a quest that's three high levels higher than me and a very hard quest and I'll maybe die once or twice and it's like, oh fuck and then it's like, okay, I've really got there I, I did it, I managed to do it, cool now I can just hearthstone and hand in the quest and don't have to come down, like, come down here anymore but I'm playing hardcore and I'm thinking, okay so these are the quests that I can do. This one's a bit dodgy, but if I kill enough mobs, I'll ding. And then when I ding, I'll be able to do this quest, but it's very dangerous because it's in a cave and I need to make sure that I'm constantly clearing everything in the cave so that I get no respawns behind me. I need to make sure that there's a clear way out of this if I do get into any trouble or I know that I have to stand my ground because there's mobs that have already spawned behind me. I can't run, so I've just got to stand my ground and try and kill these as quickly as possible. You know, you're thinking of a lot of things when you're playing it, and it completely changes your play style. Uh, well, it completely changes mine anyway, as a World of Warcraft player that just sort of charges in, and it's like, yeah, I can take about three, four. Yeah, we'll make it ten mobs. Yeah, that, that should be fine. And then it's like, oh, shit, I'm nearly dead. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, well. I'll run back to my corpse and just do the exact same thing again. Whereas it's like, if I die, it's over. The time and effort that I've put into this character means nothing because it's gone. And then I'll have to try and replicate that on a different character, on 
either a class that I've already played these levels. So if I died on my druid and I wanted to play a druid, I'd have to do them levels again on the druid. Um, whereas if I go to another class, it might not be as fun. Like warrior, okay, it's not nearly as fun, but I might be able to enjoy it. Um, yeah, it, it's real high risk, high reward. And I think people get a lot of, uh, get a rush from it. Get a rush of, if this character dies, that's it, GG's. Like, all the time that I've spent on it, you know. And you can really see how far you can push yourself. It's like, damn, I only made it to level 20. But I know what I did wrong. I knew that this quest is dangerous, so I'll just try and avoid it until I'm three, four, five levels higher than it, and then go and do it. That kind of thing. Or it's, And then they'll make the new character, the same class, and they'll push 10 levels higher to level 30 and then die again, and then level 40, die again, and then they might just randomly get to 60. And then it's like, oh, shit, well done. Now you've got to go do raiding with 40 or 39 other people who are also hardcore, So no one in that raid can die. If one person dies in that raid, that person just leaves the raid. That's it. They leave the raid, delete the character. Suddenly that raid is down to 39 people. And it's like, if a few people die then suddenly you're really pushing it to complete that raid. And then you probably won't even get to complete the raid. And then it's like, oh, shit, well, that's annoying because we miss out on Ragnaros loot or something. And it's really like, it's actually quite scary to think the amount of things that can kill you in Classic. So in Molten Core, there's uh, these little fire elementals just after Gar. Um, and essentially they can throw pyroblasts at you and they can throw two at a time. And if you get hit by the same two, you will die. No question about it. You will die. And uh, like I've seen this happen on people's streams when watching hardcore people. It's hilarious. I'm not I, I feel bad saying it, but it's hilarious how something as stupid as that can kill you because it's like you did nothing wrong. You just kind of got RNG deathed. And that's probably the thing about Classic. There is a lot of RNG elements to Classic. Because if you look at... I'm actually trying to think of Blackwing Lair. Because I feel like there's some things that you just can't do. Like, that will kill you. I'm trying to think about it. Veil. What about Veilstras? Because Veilstras puts a debuff on you that literally one-shots you. You can't do anything about it. So what are the rules in that regard? What, what are the rules in the regard of Veilstras? Because they put a debuff on you that will literally kill you. You cannot decurse it. You cannot dispel it. You cannot do anything about it. You simply run to the corner and die. That is it. That is your character gone. Is it one of them things where you can dispute it? So, like, oh, I got the debuff in Blackwing Lair. Nothing can really do about it. But can I just sort of dispute it and act like it never happened? Uh, I would imagine that is okay. But at the same time, I feel like it's a bit silly. Because your character has died there. One of them things. Sometimes, obviously, things that are out of your control, you can understand being kind of like, the Veilstra's debuff, but stuff like DCs, I would imagine, are disputed because you've disconnected 
underwater or while fighting a mob and you can't really do about it. Um, but yeah, I'm very curious to see how the Veilstraza DC happens. But there's a lot of things that can just kill you RNG-wise in Classic. Um, like I said, the Fire Elemental, you can get RNG buffed by Veilstras. You can get... What other things can just one-shot you? In Cthune? No, Cthune can't. Naxxramas, maybe? I'm trying to think of what can one-shot you. But there isn't much coming to mind, in my honest opinion. Um, there is a lot of RNG elements to WoW. Uh, WoW Classic, more specifically. So maybe it is just the rush of it. Maybe it is just the rush of having that character to, you know, see its progression, see how much time and effort you put into it. And then if it does ever die, you can keep it as a ghost, as a reminder of this is how far I got and I can push myself to do better. And uh, it's kind of, in my personal opinion, it's for the people who enjoy Classic but need to give it a bit more of an edge. And I'm all for it. I would love to see that. To be honest, I'm very much a fan of like World of Warcraft sandbox mode. If they gave us like a kind kind of template and then just said to the community, go crazy with it, go crazy, you would see so many good game modes in a sandbox mode. And I think it would be one of the best decisions that World of Warcraft has ever made or Blizzard has ever made, um, in my honest opinion, because the favorite ideas from the fans can be incorporated into retail or classic WoW. And it just means that you don't necessarily have to think of your own ideas. The public can do it for you, essentially. Um, And a perfect example of this is WoW Hardcore. There is a group of uh, players who wanted to play Hardcore and didn't want their character to die. And if they died, they had to delete. So what has happened now? Blizzard are actually making Hardcore servers, potentially. They have data mined potential hardcore servers, which is a community like idea. That's not a Blizzard idea. That's a community idea. So if they gave us a blank canvas or a guideline in terms of like a sandbox mode, people would make amazing islands. People would make absolutely amazing things. And it would give people the opportunity to show Blizzard what they can do if they're like applying and stuff like that. It would be absolutely incredible. But, yeah, I, I think we'd be very far off of getting anything of the sorts, in my honest opinion. I wish I was wrong, but I think we're teens of years away from that. Several to teens of years, in my opinion. And I, I think it would be one of the better things that Blizzard have ever done. But, yeah, Wild Hardcore, again, I think it's very cool. It's very much a you have to take it on the chin kind of thing. If you die, you have to accept it before you've even started the game. That's the thing. Um, the add-on does help. It shows when you ding. It shows, like, if you do die, it will announce it in the guild and it will announce your last message, which is quite funny because you could put a random message every time you log on if you don't speak. It's like, I go out with dignity or something, and it's like, um, Yashara has died her last her last words were i'll go out with dignity and then it's like you die to a murloc at like five levels below you it's quite funny i'm not gonna lie um yeah like hardcore is a different type of world of warcraft and that's amazing and that's one that the community has made 
not Blizzard, the community, and Blizzard are taking the idea and adding servers for it, potentially, which is a big step in the right direction, especially for the people who wanted this sort of um, uh, experience, the hardcore experience. You actually can experience it via no add-ons at all and on specific servers, which is really good. But that is it for this episode. Thank you all very much for listening, as always. Do check out Patreon as well as Twitch and YouTube constantly uh, happening or loads of stuff happening over there. Sorry, got mixed up with my words a bit. But yeah, thank you all very much and go with Valor, friend. Goodbye, all.